0: joining the podcast that explores the world within and out. And thank you for subscribing to Travelling Inside Out on any podcast platform you feel like. And once again, if you would rate it on iTunes or actual Apple podcasts, that would be amazing. Thank you. If you have listened to last week's episode, you know that I am planning a trip and you also know that eDreams is uh, the company that I thought I can count on to to buy plane tickets i will make a new episode all about my experience with eDreams after doing a little bit more research it seems uh, like at the moment i'm really worried that this might be a scam and that company is actually just uh, making a lot of money from this uncertainty uh, with flights getting cancelled and getting no money back so i will you more about it in another episode. What I want to focus now is on how I managed after I realized that those flights are not happening. I decided to leave that behind. I will figure it out in time, but I needed to book new tickets. And so I want to talk about how I'm organizing my trip during the pandemic that we all know. And I will start with the number one. Uh, Let's talk about the location. So the point is that what I wanted to do is so I'm just going to lay it out so then you understand better where I'm coming from and how I did some of the like how I took some of the decisions that I took. The main point is that I wanted to be with my boyfriend. We have been separated for almost a year because of the pandemic. And enough is enough. I just couldn't stay away anymore so the only way for me to be able to travel to United States uh, where he lives was to go into a third country um, where from where I can if I'm staying for two or three weeks so at least 14 days I can uh, easily get into United States at the moment there's still a ban between United States and Europe and more specifically between United States and Iceland so I cannot go directly to United States and he cannot come directly from United States to Iceland so because of that uh, I tried my best to find a third country that we can both go to that would actually make our life easier (laughs) um the plan was either to go um both of us to go to a third country and then leave back to each uh, like our countries and then I thought what if we stay a little bit longer and then I would be able to come to United States with you and then I will be with you for holidays and that's the um, that's basically the solution that I came up we came up with um and after doing a bit of research for a long period of time, I thought about Jamaica because Jamaica seemed um, a few months ago when I was doing the research, Jamaica seemed to be one of the Caribbean countries that has um, actually managed quite okay, and they seem that they have a plan, and they seem that they uh, knew what they are, they, what they need, and what they need, what they have to do, and all that. So because of that. I was thinking that Jamaica is a good uh, place. But then I saw that they have that corridor that they were um, announcing that as a tourist, you're not allowed to go outside of a specific touristic corridor. And I also knew that uh, Jamaica is an expensive country. And I was a little bit worried, what about that corridor? Am I going to be kept? Like I won't be able to actually travel as much as I want, or like what is happening, and so on. So after, in the beginning, I was getting really excited about going to Jamaica, but then little by little, I was like, okay, let me see what other countries are there. And finally, I saw that from the entire South American um, continent, Ecuador is the one country that is open for tourists. They started opening international flights somewhere in June. And uh, I kept checking their coronavirus numbers and so on. It doesn't seem like they have been kind of keeping it under control more or less. As in they didn't have a very huge spikes that would go up and down. It was kind of like a constant. And I knew that Ecuador is a country that I want to go back to. My partner hasn't been to Ecuador. And I also knew that the country can be quite cheap if you are smart smart about it. So that's why I decided that it's best for both of us to try. And it's also f- kind of close from New York. It's really easy. You take a plane, and you just change it somewhere in Florida. And then you, uh, And that's actually the way that I, I left uh, South America. I went through Florida and then uh, to New York, because that was my first stop on the way back to Iceland. So taking all that in account and everything, uh, we finally decided on Ecuador. Now, after the mistake with my plane tickets that got canceled and everything, I discovered that recently, I think, uh, like maybe two weeks ago, or like either way, very recently, in in less than one month ago, there was a new flight from um, Europe that would go to Ecuador. The way, okay, so... The way that I, I decided to go about it was for me to check the actual airports. So the airport shows the flights that actually travel there, right? And uh, the ones that are landing in Ecuador are from, I think, from Mexico, if I remember correctly. From maybe from Colombia, maybe from Peru. I don't remember exactly because I was just focused to see what are the flights from Europe. And from Europe, it was just Madrid. And the problem was that because of coronavirus, there was no direct flight from Iceland to Madrid, only from Iceland to Barcelona, but the majority of those flights were canceled. So I was like, okay, I cannot count on that. And um, then I saw that there are flights from Amsterdam. Amsterdam is one of the biggest uh, airport when it comes to... um, The flights, I don't know now in coronavirus time how affected it has been and how uh, many flights have been canceled and so on. But I know as a um, a flyover destination, Amsterdam, it's amazing because you can really fly almost everywhere in the world on all the continents from from Amsterdam. Or like kind of easy to go from there. Um, So... Taking that in consideration, I decided to, to buy the plane ticket for me to go from Reykjavik to Amsterdam and then from Amsterdam direct flight to Ecuador. Now the problem was that of course I wanted to t- take the least expensive plane ticket, but again I was booking the plane in like two weeks before the departure. Or like not even. I think yeah, it's somewhere around two weeks before the depart. No, it's like it was like ten days. No, eleven like oh anyway, it doesn't matter. Um so I found something that was the cheapest that I could find. But um since again I didn't trust the fact that I can buy plane tickets every day on the like for example, I, the first flight that I'm taking is with Air. and it was showing me there that, that I can buy plane tickets with uh, them every day, but on the airport's page didn't show me that uh, that flight goes every day. So then I went back to Icelandair page and I checked, and it was saying that, that they have two flights, f- like two flights scheduled per week, and it would be on a Saturday or on a Wednesday. Um, which made me think that maybe the other flights that are advertised on the on the page are only if there are enough um, enough people that are <laughs> going to like book book uh, that booked plane tickets so i said okay at least i can try to go on a saturday and the question was uh, because my my boyfriend's plane tickets were of course already bought when i both the other plane tickets and the arrival time was on next Tuesday. We were both supposed to arrive on next Tuesday. So now the point was like, I'm either going earlier and he's going to try to change his plane tickets to earlier as well, or I'm going to go earlier. I can go either earlier or later, but I was not able to arrive on the same day like him. And so I, either, I said I either arrive earlier, or he's changing his plane tickets, or what I can do is to stay two nights in Amsterdam. I'm taking the plane. I'm staying two nights in Amsterdam, and then I'm flying on Monday. And then if I'm just arriving one day before him, it's not that bad. If I'm arriving one night before him in Ecuador, it's not that bad. And so doing so, I thought, uh, again, uh, f- flight might still get canceled. I really hope it won't, but... I'm not there yet. I thought that in case that my flight from um, Reykjavik to Amsterdam gets canceled, until, like, by Monday, they are going to be able to fly me there. Because they it's written on their website that they are committed to fly the passenger to their destination, no matter how many routes and no matter how many combos they are doing and so on. So then I was like, okay. So then technically, if I'm flying on Saturday and something happens with that flight, I, it's still—it's not even a faraway destination. It's like three hours flight from Reykjavik to Amsterdam. So I like, okay, I have enough time by Monday to, um, you know, to have this going on. So I booked my plane ticket. I'm going to sleep two nights in Amsterdam. I booked an accommodation close to the airport. I'm not planning to do any sightseeing at all. I've been to Amsterdam before, and whoever has listened to my... (laughs) You know that I don't have a very good memory of uh, being in Amsterdam and so on. But um, I decided to book a, um, a hotel somewhere kind of close it's kind of behind the airport somehow because when i checked the the uh, the way to get there it's kind of like yeah the (laughs) it's somehow behind the airport uh, which is like 15 minutes if i take a taxi or like i don't know 40 something minutes if i take a bus i guess um so after that, I'm going to fly direct flight from Amsterdam to Quito, which I'm very happy to say that I'm looking forward. I hope that uh, that flight is not going to be crowded. I'm just imagining that there will be basically maybe no, no reason to have like a very crowded plane from Amsterdam to Quito, but who knows. Um, I'm really looking forward to see the changes in the airports. I've been to um, the airport in Reykjavik because I had to, because of my work, I had to go to the airport and it was very empty and it was looked very strange to me. really, really, really strange. Um, so I'm curious to see how the airport in Amsterdam, because I have been there before as well, how that one looks like, and of course, I have also been to the one in Quito and so on. Okay, so I booked the plane tickets, and I booked the accommodation. So what we decided to do is to book uh, the first three nights in Quito, and then during those three nights, we're going to decide exactly where we're going to go next because we're going to stay in Ecuador around one month. So because of that, I said that maybe we are going to book an Airbnb, even though I'm strongly against Airbnb, we will see. But I would rather decide in person with my partner than online. So uh, we will figure that one out uh, when we are going to be together. And again, because I'm arriving one day earlier, I could have asked for the same accommodation to actually give me uh, for the same accommodation to uh, basically to book one uh, night as well before that. But then I thought about what about me booking a cheaper accommodation somewhere close to the hotel and I'll be staying there waiting for my boyfriend basically and then we will go uh, like I will come back because it's like a five minutes uh, ride from the airport to the accommodation that i booked and i decided to do that and i was like you know what i just have time to kind of get adjusted to the time zone because it's like five hours difference um maybe get a bit adjusted to the climate to the altitude and all those stuff so then um I'm going to meet my boyfriend. I don't know if I'm allowed to go back into the airport or not. I will see. But then we're going to go, when he arrives, we're going to go together to the accommodation in Quito, in the capital. So um, yeah, that's about booking the accommodation. Now, of course, my advice to you is to triple check everything. But um, sometimes some things happen as much as you check. Like I've checked. Uh, When I booked those plane tickets with the other travel agency, uh, I checked everything and they still canceled on me. They still, like, everything went to shit, basically. And because of that, I truly believe that when you're about to get scammed, you're just going to get scammed. So... (laughs) I have no solution to that. I really have no solution, because I I checked everything as much as possible. But that company is a fraudulent company, so that's another kind of thing. Um, Then I would highly suggest, and I said this before, I'm going to say it forever. When you travel, especially during these times, you need travel um, insurance. Make sure you book travel insurance. Because you don't know what's what anything can happen, like anything can happen. Um, Luckily, I'm health insured in Iceland and I can easily like I had to just do some clicks and mark some stuff. And so I get uh, health insurance from Iceland. And if anything, I will need to do there. I can be reimbursed when I come back to Iceland which I think I will be, because I need to take at least one COVID test when I leave Ecuador. So I'm going to um, keep everything together. I'm going to keep all the paperwork and everything. And when I'm going to come back to Iceland, I'm going to figure that one out. Um Now, the thing is that there's health insurance for when you're abroad, and there's traveling insurance that would actually help you with, like, you know, you have insurance for your stuff if if your plane is late or something happens, um, uh, all sort of stuff. So you can decide which one do you think it's needed for you and which one would be better and so on. So I think. you get to decide exactly what you want. Now, of course, the most important thing, and this should be one of the first things that you do when you check where you want to travel, is to see the requirements regarding um, the COVID test, uh, if actually tourists are, uh, if the country is open to tourists, first and foremost, then if um, you need a test and what kind of test in how much time before you get there and so on. And um, any other details that you might need. For example, if you're planning to rent a car, uh, if you um, if your driving license is accepted by that country or whatever else, make sure that you be extra, extra uh, careful and do extra research because, again, it's really harsh times for everyone involved in uh, in traveling and tourism right now. So you, t- you will want to do as little mistakes as possible so then you make it uh, easier for you basically to travel. Now, the thing with... Um, the one thing that i understood because a lot of people are saying that they are scared about uh, being in a plane and i was never and i truly believe that and there have been studies that said that actually uh being inside of an airplane is safer covid wise than uh whatever else for me it's like i don't see the other the only thing is that i would be traveling inside an airplane for 13 hours and if I will have someone really uh, staying very close to me uh, for so many hours that would uh, really freak me out but the airline company that I'm uh, that I'm using which is KLM already sent me a lot of emails preparing me for the trip. I really love this company because they even had written there what I need in order for me to be able to travel to Ecuador. So before even booking my plane ticket, they were like, okay, you need this, which didn't happen with the other uh, freaking way of booking. And one of the things that was stated in uh, one of the emails that I received was that mask uh, wearing a mask during the flight is mandatory and you are even requested to have more than one mask with you and in case that uh, because of any kind of healthy health issues you cannot uh, wear a mask you won't be accepted to board so this is why I'm not so stressed about it because if I'm wearing a mask and the other person is wearing a mask then I'm not that worried I'm really like honestly like we should (laughs) always <laughs> wear masks when we are in the play because I've been in a lot of places that people st- were sneezing or coughing around me and I'm like, ah, you know, so, um, yeah. I am a little bit stressed about uh, I'm going to get my COVID test on Thursday. I'm not stressed about that. I'm stressed about when I'm getting to Ecuador and how things are going to go um, after I landed. I don't know how long it's going to take to uh to to go through the whole security thing and so on but we will see we i will see and um yeah so my point was that it's it would be amazing if you can afford or if there's a way to go directly but unfortunately a lot of flights don't function anymore so because of that it's almost impossible to to not have a layover no matter what your destination is so um it's always better to have to not have a layover, but even like now, it's even more difficult than usual. And lastly, what I wanted to say is that after I have traveled by myself for a lot, a lot of years, and I have traveled with my brother and with my mom and either with other friends, um, and even with my partner, again, If you are interested in that, (laughs) check the episode about Netherlands and Amsterdam. But for the first time in a long, long, long time, I'm going to be traveling again with my partner, which I want to talk all about it. So in the future episodes, I'm going to tell you how... um, how it feels after traveling by myself for so long and doing things uh, my way for so long, how it is like after being a single woman for so long, how, it, how the switch feels when I travel with my partner. I also want to tell you more about uh, my travels. So next Monday, I will be talking to you about my trip to Amsterdam. Hopefully that's gonna go okay and how it is to be checking in in a hotel in Amsterdam and all that. And then as the trip goes along, I'm going to take you with me and I'm going to tell you more about my trip in Ecuador and finally, hopefully, making it to the United States for the winter holidays. Um, so yeah, just, uh, buckle up because there are a lot of episodes coming. And I also want to say, because I'm traveling and I'm trying not to take so many stuff with me, even though I'm going to be away for like two months, I decided not to take my microphone with me. I'm trying to get another uh, smaller microphone, but if not, I might be switching back to the old ways that I used to do, which was to record my podcast on the microphone of my headphones. So just so you know, from now on, you're going to hear a bit of a difference in the quality of my um, podcast. That's why, uh, because my microphone, it's a little bit big, and I really do not want to carry this around with me uh, for the next uh, two months. That being said... See you next time. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by emailing to alinaswonders at gmail.com. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself.